0: welcome aboard i'm brad i'm eric and i'm scott welcome to my ship story podcast
1: this is a podcast where we invite crew members both past and present to tell their stories about life at sea so come up to the pool bar and grab a drink sit
2: back relax because it's time for my My ship Ship story Story. (laughs) that was terrible Welcome aboard, everybody. My name is Brad. I'm here with Scott and Eric. Let's check in with the guys. See what's going on today. What's up, Scott? Hey, man.
0: Uh, Nothing really is exciting. Just uh, I'm I'm happy that it's spring is coming. Although we had snow today. You had Had snow. in the end of April, yes. And I didn't think it was going to reach the touch ground or anything. We didn't hear have here, but just about 45 minutes um, east of us in Tulsa, uh, it was flurry, heavy flurries and stuff. So excited wow. for that thing to be gone. But I'm actually getting ready to go spend two weeks with my uncle in um, California um, here at the end of next week um, for two weeks, just to kind of hang out and see what's up.
1: Sounds good. Cool. Sounds good. What, what about it's you, Eric? Like, what's been going on? Um, I've been super busy with real estate. It's just, it's just taken off. I mean, it's I've been busy, but this week is just absolutely nuts with, and people just want to see houses as far as they can from Nashville. So like I'm driving like an hour and a half one way, then another hour in another direction. And then it takes me another hour to over an hour to get home. So it's just like, I'm just driving crazy, crazy, crazy tomorrow from my house. I'm going to go show a duplex. It's probably at least an hour and a half from my house, if not like an hour, 45 minutes from my house. But um, yeah, so it's been pretty crazy, but uh, more importantly, Brad, did you celebrate 420 today? (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh God, no. Uh, no. <laughs> <I'm>, no. No. <laughs> I, I, extenuating circumstances. Yeah. Were you driving back to this uh janky house that my distant relatives live in? Since you sent me a picture with Stinson on it.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, no, that's really funny. That's right. Today I pulled up to this house that I was gonna I was previewing for a client who's coming in over the weekend. That was actually in Nashville. That was in North oh, okay. Nashville. But as I was pulling out, I looked over at the mailbox. And I saw the Stinson sign. I was like, "Oh, I got to take a picture of this and send it to you." <laughs> yeah. I thought that was really funny that I was like at a Stinson house. By yeah. the way, it, it was pretty junky inside. <laughs> that's what I figured. That's that's how we that's how we roll usually.
0: Hey, yeah, yeah, I found this. Uh, you know, um, last week I just started Ubering again uh, since last March, and it was really funny. You know, in the long empty uber rides going to and from you know different people i started listening to the podcast or you know previous episodes and stuff and then you know one one person gets in there and they're like hey what do you listen to i was like oh just a podcast that i'm a part of and they're like oh what is it and and so they're like well i don't want to turn the music back off put on that that story that was on i'm like okay and then the next person i'm like yeah so what do you do oh what do you do uh blah 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 part of a podcast and they're like really what podcast and i'm like okay okay this could be this could be good this could be good but i've Are i've you? had like five or six people interested in the podcast and they're like okay what is it again my ship story that's a perfect name that's a perfect name
1: I, so are you saying yeah. that we should all um, we should all Uber well, to get the word out
0: more That's, a, that's all well no I'm saying like <laughs> why well, if you're going to drive someone an hour to go look at their house or whatever that's that's you know two episodes three episodes
1: Yeah more. well nowadays we we rarely take somebody in our car with us we meet them out there um, I don't I don't it's rare rare especially since covid I hadn't have anybody in my car um, a lot of people just like driving themselves they you know they feel more comfortable that way I want to welcome
2: aboard Tanya, I'm going to say Zafi, I know her as Maloney, way back when on uh, on the R-ships. Uh, this is our first guest from Renaissance, from the R-ships. Uh, so awesome. welcome aboard. Good to have you.
3: Thank you for having me. So excited to be here. And Brad, it's been a long time. I was thinking about it. It's been about 20 years, 21 years.
2: Yeah, it sure has. Was it the R-5? It
3: was the R-5, yeah.
2: Oh, Because you mentioned Wendy Gauss. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if I remember right, so Wendy was on the R five, she had just brought out the R five. Now I had done I had brought out from Saint Nazaire the R one, the R two, the R three, and then I went and took a little break, went back to the R one, and then um Wendy, <laughs> I guess uh, one of her first purser quit unexpectedly like right after the ship came out and and then she called the office and said send a bread i know bread my angel with black wings and so she had me transferred from the r1 over to the r5 to in this mess because this purser had left and they were doing all these repositionings nobody had ever done it before and so i got thrown into the mix there
3: right
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a mess, but you, uh, so you
0: and your black wings.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, Wendy! Hoi, hey! But anyway, so you were on there. You were on there as a as a assistant purser or receptionist, yeah. whatever they called them then.
3: But I was actually hired on there for night auditing. Which, night auditing. You know, which I had never did night auditing before on any of the other cruise ships I was on in And, um, it was new to me, but it was a chance to go to the Mediterranean and such. So I jumped on it and yeah, so it it, it was new, it was different. And the thing about working nights, I wasn't so sure at first, but in the end, it worked out pretty amazing because I had all the time off during the day.
2: Yeah, that's great. And and that's, and that's kind of why maybe I don't remember you quite as well because you were nights and we were just had different schedules.
3: That's exactly what I was just going to say. Yeah. And that's how come I don't have any crazy stories about you because (laughs) (laughs) nights and I, you know, which isn't normally for what I would imagine for myself doing. But anyways, no, it worked out great, like I said. But um, yeah, I was kind of working 11 to 8 in the morning and that sort of a thing. So we crossed paths.
2: Yeah. So You came on as a night auditor, so you must have uh, worked on other ships. So when did you, when did you join ships and what, who'd you start
1: working for?
3: I, my first cruise ship was princess cruises. Oh,
1: really? What, what ship?
3: Uh, The regal princess.
1: Oh, the old dolphin regal. The one that had the the front. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Old one. Yeah, yeah. But for me, that was my first cruise ship experience ever. And I had, um, you know, coming from a, an Alberta girl uh, in Canada, I had never even seen a cruise ship. So it was amazing to me. But
1: those were really cool. I remember when they first came out, and I was on Royal when those ships came out. And I remember seeing them and they looked really cool. They, w- they were just really interesting. And then I sailed on the Regal as a passenger much, much later. Um,
3: on the new was, one or the one I well,
1: was on? The one you were on, I sailed on that one in the in the Baltic back in like 2003, I want to, I want to say, um, and it wasn't, you know, it, you know, ships age. It didn't hold up as, as well as how cool it looked in the early nineties.
3: Yeah. 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 And I didn't start there till 97 is when I started on it. And then after that was when I, uh, went, came back and lived on land for a little bit. And then after that, I went to work on Renaissance was the second cruise ship I worked on then was the one that
0: I worked on with Brad how, how long were you on princess oh, Princess,
3: one-, I did one contract okay one contract and then I came back to land um, and was going to do the land thing because as I write about in my book everything that went on but um I had a love at first sight moment on the ship and you know just thought we were going to live the fantasy life on land now and see how that would work
2: <laughs> <laughs> how'd that go
3: <laughs> well, there was a lot of ups and downs. Hello,
2: that- Renaissance. <laughs>
3: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So a lot of different things that happened. And um, yeah, so then that's eventually then why I went to Renaissance. And then after that, I went to work on Disney. Oh,
2: it's cool. okay. So yeah. did you stay with Renaissance until they closed?
3: I did only one contract. Oh, I know. I did one contract with uh, Princess. I, I don't know what. I actually um and then I did one contract with Renaissance and one contract with Disney. And that was that was my ship story. But yeah, I
0: uh,
3: <laughs> I had, I had a ship agent and um yeah, and so they just put me on to Disney next. I don't know. Yeah.
2: Oh, so you weren't booking your own contracts. You had an agent and they would say, "Hey, here Tanya, go go here or they're looking for somebody here and you were you were a hired gun."
3: Yes. Well, okay. When I started on Renaissance, Princess wasn't like that. Princess, what happened there, how my whole, my, so my name is Tanya Zofi and this is my ship story because (laughs) how it happened was I had, um, moved um to Kelowna from Edmonton to work at a hotel and this is what I was gonna do and I worked there for half a year and I ended up getting laid off and then I was like I moved for this job so now what am I gonna do And my girlfriend was like oh I know somebody that worked on a cruise ship let's apply and I thought okay we applied we both got the job and we were naive thinking we would go together but we didn't and Mm -hmm. um that's how I ended up on Princess and it was it was amazing it was it was everything and more that I could imagine. I never had planned or thought of ever working on a cruise ship. So did you?
0: Did you do the same thing on Princess?
3: I I was a junior assistant purser. Yeah, so it was front office, and then also I was a secretary to the chief purser, and then also who was in-
1: the, Curious, who was the chief purser at the time?
3: Thomas Ellie.
1: Oh, I know the name, but I don't remember. I don't oh, remember him
3: no. He Was amazing. He was like yeah. my ship. Dad, especially when yeah. I worked, he would look out for me when I got into maybe a little trouble here or there. <laughs> yeah, yes.
0: it was amazing though. Yeah, it was good. And on uh, Disney, when you went on, so you were on their one contract and then Disney one contract. Were you a purser on the Disney as well?
3: Yes, I was a purser on Disney and then I also at the front desk and then I worked um, in the crew office after that. So many, who was many, your
1: chief and uh, hotel director, uh, if you remember, on uh, Disney?
3: I do. It was coming back to me, but her last name's not. Her first name is Shannon.
1: Shannon Sfera. Ah, yeah, there you go. Yay. Uh, so really? we were together on Royal. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. She's still there. She's still at Disney.
3: Wow. Amazing. That yeah. is so cool. So she worked at Royal first and then went to Disney?
1: Yeah. Her and Mandy both went to Disney uh, after Royal. Yeah, and a lot of royal other? people went to Disney when 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 Disney started. They poached so many people from Royal Caribbean. Um, mm-hmm. I just remember a lot of people, both corporate uh, and shipboard, that went to work for Disney.
3: So, did you work on Royal the whole your whole time then?
1: Huh? Yeah, idea. I worked on I worked on Royal my whole time, and then I worked for Princess uh, Corporate ashore side uh, since like from 2000 to 2019. So, oh, I knew a lot of the. I did. Um, I did a lot of the work uh scheduling of the crew so I got to know the, all the names of the the you know most of the crew a lot of the crew not not most of the crew but a lot of them
3: Her name is Chantelle she works in the head office in California Chantelle
1: Foreign Yes yeah yes. I love Chantelle
3: I yeah, yeah. I I've, I've been out with her around town and it's because my girlfriend actually Stacy um had worked with her and stacy lives in vancouver but she did a long haul on princess cruises that was my friend that i first started with Oh yeah chantelle are really close because chantelle's from canada
1: yeah 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 what's what's your friend stacy's name last name
3: stacy klein
1: klein Mm, doesn't ring a bell no,
3: but um, I know there's so many little interconnections, right? With all the different cruises and cruise i tell you,
1: people in the cruise industry, it's one degree of separation. <laughs> one degree. All it takes is you can find one common friend.
3: When I first went on the cruise, like I said, I never knew anybody to work on a cruise. And we were having my go-away party. And um, I was talking to my cousin's boyfriend, who we obviously knew really well. And he was saying, oh, he knows somebody that works on a cruise ship. And I was like, oh, okay. So where what he's I don't know and whatever we carried on with our night fast forward I get on the cruise ship and um we go out the first night we're on there and uh with um the pursers we're all where are you from where are you from and I was like oh I'm from Canada and this other girl's like oh I'm from Canada too I'm from Vancouver and and she's like where are you from Kelowna I know one person that lives in Kelowna and I'm like oh okay who is it and she's like We're camera jacks. I'm like, no, (laughs) I'm not related to him. It was nice. They were actually engaged. And so it was just so crazy. So right away we were instant cousins. And I mean, who would have thought? I didn't know it was a girl, a boy, a nothing. I worked on the same ship, same department. And she actually was a secretary for um the captain. And I was, I ended up being secretary for Wow. Isn't that funny
0: how that how that works out? I uh, I said on a story before, a couple of stories ago where I when I was on the Majesty in '92 and you know nobody gets out from Oklahoma and does anything in the middle of I don't know second third fourth contract on the Majesty I walk past this guy and I'm like man he looks familiar stop and talk it turns out that we were in high school together in the same class and we were classmates. Oh my god! And, and he was—he's—he's uh, he's a big entertainer now. So, um, but we're like—we were in biology together. That was so cool. But yeah, that's wild. Did Brad
3: know each other before then? Like, because you're both from Oklahoma?
0: No, he's uh, Brad. He's up in—he's about what hour and a half from me.
2: Yeah. No, we we didn't know each other at all, and we barely knew each other when we worked on ships. Yeah. We were aware of each other, but we, you know, yeah. totally different departments, totally different schedules. We just never, never hardly hung out
0: since the podcast uh eric and i really didn't know that each other that well and we discovered that we were in in the back of a taxi cab going through manhattan when we (laughs) when we first got into new york and we're like i was in that cab i was in that cab (laughs) who was it with yes that's who it was with ray's pizza yeah oh
3: my Uh, gosh that is so (laughs) yes small world
0: So Tanya, so let me, let me, uh, let's go back to the uh, Renaissance. And so what was it like getting on? Like, what was your introduction into cruise life like? Was it, you know, being that you, uh, you know, cruise ships was all new and was there like a, oh, there's a new one, a party, let's get everybody drunk. And what was all that like?
3: Well, um, because on Renaissance, when we started up the ship, we were in France for almost a month on land which brad would have joined the ship after so that was, was amazing
0: a, was this saint nazaire
3: yes yes did
0: you guys have to stay in the village too or did you get a cush hotel no, like
3: no. we had like the condo type of place if, from what i remember <laughs> oh my god
2: <laughs> everybody stayed at the village in batzmer
3: yeah well there you go that that's not the place to stay or that is the place to stay it was good
1: <laughs> Well ours was not good Oh. Uh, I stayed. I stayed in a hotel. It was only like two or three. No, we were only there like uh like three days before the ship sailed. But we stayed in a hotel. But I had to room with somebody, and the hotel was. It was pretty crappy. I mean, that it was a really lumpy bed. I mean, it was not. This is not a comfortable hotel. But it was a hotel. You know, it wasn't wasn't the campground. Oh no!
3: Yeah, no kidding. Well, and then when we joined too. Um, Prior to working on Renaissance when I worked on Princess and when I came back home to Canada to Kelowna and I went back to the work at the hotel I would previously worked at before I went to the ships, everybody, of course, you know how it probably is. You come back to land and everybody's like, how can I get a job? How can I get a job? And one of my girlfriends ended up getting a job and we ended up working on Renaissance together. So it was Lorena, Brad, that you would have, she was in the front office during the day and um, so... Lorena, uh, who lives in Kelowna as well. I'm actually seeing her tomorrow night, by the way. i in a COVID-friendly environment, yeah. six feet, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, when we went to St. Bazar, uh, she ended up coming there. And so she was my roommate. She was my roommate on Renaissance. So it was great. It was like having oh. somebody from home,
2: which. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Well, um, why don't we jump into a ship story? Do you have a ship story for us?
3: I do have a ship story and you know, um, so my name is time Izzofi, and here's my ship story, but my ship story actually starts out when I literally joined the regal princess because I joined the regal princess. And like I said, it was my first ship ever having no idea what it was like or anything about it. And the ship was amazing and it was huge and, you know, pretty cool. And we joined and I met my cabin mate and she was from Italy. It was her first cruise ever too.
2: Where'd you join it? Where'd you join in? Where'd you go to to join?
3: Uh, Well, we joined in San Juan, Puerto Rico is where we flew to. So it was, it was good.
2: Did you know where that was before you got there?
3: (laughs) I did. Actually, how I got all into the um and part of it, maybe why I got into the tra- travel part of it and the cruise industry was because I took travel consultant in school. So that kind of propelled how it all worked. And I did resort working in hotels and then the cruise ship came up. But anyway, so it was up my alley. But um when my girlfriend and my me joined the ship, um, her name's Sylvia, but she's from Italy anyways, and uh they kind of didn't know what to do with us. They were they didn't have a room for us, so they put us in a passenger stateroom, and we had portholes, and we had a double bed, and we had, uh, you know, the bunk bed above. But anyways, and it, we, a good sized room, and we were like, oh, I guess it's just what happens when people join the ship. I don't know, right? <laughs> and then, um, so that day we went to the boat drill, and then we could go for dinner, and then that's where I met my ship cousin and all this. And the next day we were in St. Thomas, and they were just like, okay, you guys can go ashore and go on an excursion so we went and took an excursion and we we're having daiquiris with the passengers and we're like oh I guess this is what happens they just let you <laughs> know how the islands are and check things out we had no idea so that night we go out to the crew bar and every we're telling them what we were doing that day and they're like what you were cruising around the island like I <laughs> get on the ship throw my bags in my room and off I'm going and working right I'm not even joking this lasted like about almost two weeks where we did <laughs>
0: what what
1: No,
3: oh, i'm not joking <laughs> might like, as well
0: have a vacation before you start working
3: <laughs> yeah we were just like Look. people couldn't believe it we would go to the crew bar they're like "What? yeah we were in granada today we were on the beach having daiquiris and we were um tubing in the ocean on the boat like it just it really was unbelievable but i don't know <laughs> it's like the the odd time at sea we would uh, maybe shadow somebody for an hour or two and uh yeah, that was the beginning of my ship experience. And everybody was like, that is not normal. It is not normal to be working to not work like that.
1: <laughs> that is not normal. I cannot believe that you that was your intro. I mean, that is fantastic. I mean, all of us would have loved that. But our first days, I think we can all speak to it. I mean, again, brand new, very green, you step on the ship. Okay, you're going to work, right? You know, right away.
3: <laughs> Running. Oh, you're Bags in your room. Yeah. No, uh, it was nothing like that. And hence also, that's why I wrote a book about it and everything and all my ship experience because people just still can't even believe that really that's how it happened. Yeah, that's how it happened. <laughs>
0: Well, you know, a lot of the times that we talk about all the, all of the good stuff and the fun stuff, like, you know, I, I probably more so tell people halfway, yeah, halfway not, but you know, Oh yeah, we only worked from six to midnight. Then we went to, you know, party in every single port. Well, you know, six to midnight, you know, that's when our shows were, I was just a a stage and, and all the entertainment stuff, but you know, we had rehearsals then we had to fix part of the stage. And then we had, uh, you know, in our position, we had to set up bingo and horse racing and you know, all this kind of stuff but you know you kind of leave that out but everybody's like was it like more fun than should ever be allowed by a human to work on a cruise ship oh yeah that yeah, was great i got banned from the captain from laying out like he told us we couldn't lay out because we were too tan oh, that, was, that was true
3: really <laughs> yeah oh God, that's so you're counting browning like a nut <laughs> <laughs> yeah Yeah, it was. um, And I mean, that was one of the surprise, even beyond that of the starting, but even on Renaissance and such, the one thing that did surprise me about the cruise ships was that depends probably what department you are, but you could go on shore excursions and you didn't have to pay for them. I. That was amazing. And that was the front office though. Maybe it's only mostly most cruise ships, cruise lines. I would say it's, it is the front office staff that is allowed that opportunity. But I mean, there was so many I, different. They,
2: they, yeah, they, I mean, do, I, they do that. Uh, Renaissance was good about doing that so that people, the front desk people knew, knew, knew how to answer questions about these places. Yeah. So they really encouraged that for us to go on these things so that we could answer questions at the desk.
1: First. I mean, I went on very few tours. The only time I went to tours, like I did one tour in Cozumel that um, Chichen Itza,
0: the, and Tulum. That
1: Chichen Itza the, the Tulum tour. And that's because I was working nights and I got off of nights and you know basically got right onto that that tour. And then the only other time that I actually remember taking a ship's tour was my last contract and my replacement came on board and we were in Asia. And I just said, okay, you work, I'm going to go on tours (laughs) for our whole handover. And every day I did a different tour in Asia, but that was the only time I ever did. And it was the last cruise I ever took as a, as a working. I never got to, yeah, I never did, never did tours,
2: but yeah, no, it was good. It was good because, um, I think with, with Royal Caribbean, you could take tours, but they wanted you to be like sort of a, like a guide. Okay. They wanted you yeah. to help out. And I went on one and I chose completely wrong because I think it was in Morocco or something and it was a disaster. <laughs> and I'm like, no way am I ever going on a tour with passengers again. But of course with, <laughs> with, with the R ships, I ended up going on a few, cause I wanted to, I wanted to see these places. I wanted to learn about them. Cause I knew I was going to have to be answering questions uh, on there because When I went to Renaissance, I went back as an assistant purser. I started over. You did? (laughs) Yeah. I was on the, I was reception on the front desk that first, first contract on the R1. Wow. That was rough.
3: What were you doing before that, before you went to Renaissance?
2: I was working for Royal Caribbean and quit, kind of quit under duress. <laughs> Let's put it that way. There's a story out there somewhere that we've recorded, uh, but we we haven't we haven't aired it yet. But uh, yeah, I I left Royal Caribbean, so to speak, and uh, then uh, about a year later, I I went. I did a little janky thing in between, and then went to went to Renaissance. <laughs> When did you leave ship? Two
3: thousand and one, two. Kind of had enough, and I was still trying to um, make my my love affair of my first love at first sight moment from Princess Cruises. We were still trying to make this work, and he lived over in Austria, so it was a two continent spanning love affair. And yeah, so we were still trying to figure things out and make that work. So, so, so being,
0: being that you were on three different ships, what were what were the differences in party life in Tanya's world? Three different cruise lines
3: for Princess Cruises as I said, it was my first cruise ship ever. So that was a little wild. And, um, you know, we went out a lot every day, it seemed like it was the crew bar, right? And do you ever I,
0: almost miss the ship?
3: Uh, Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> we had overnight in Acapulco, right? So we always had overnights in Acapulco, which was amazing. I mean, and everybody just everybody literally just goes a little crazy when you have an overnight and such. No, the first time I almost missed a ship was actually during the day when we were out in Cartagena um, in Colombia, and we went out for, um, so this would be another ship story. Really. We went out for, we took a cab and we're going to go for me and my love, and we're going to go for a nice afternoon lunch or whatever. And we go out and, we couldn't read the menu and the prices and we thought oh it can't be that expensive let's just have a little bit of everything so we had a little bit of everything our cab driver told us he's going to be waiting for us outside okay we're going to be a while but that's okay he wanted to wait so then we get in and order all our stuff and then when they send us the bill because we couldn't really read the prices we were like oh my gosh it was way more than we thought we pulled <laughs> our money together we didn't have enough money we were like any crew members in here that could lend us some money maybe no nope, there wasn't so we kind of pooled our money we had enough money just for the tab so we get back in the cab and we're like, oh, we don't really have enough money for the cab. We're on curfew. We're like barely going to make it back to the ship. And it was like, oh my gosh. So then we get back, my boyfriend at the time, and he's like, okay, you're, he was telling the cab driver, I'm going to leave Tanya as collateral. I'll run back to the ship. I'll go to the cab.
0: I'm going to leave my girlfriend as collateral. <laughs> I'm not coming back, but good luck.
3: And, oh.
2: and that was the last time you saw him?
3: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It should have been because when we get to the port and there's all the military men and they have machine guns and I'm standing there with the cab driver and all these men with the machine guns. And I'm like, oh my God, this isn't going to end well. And uh, so he runs back and then I'm thinking they're not going to let him back off the ship. I could see myself having to fly to the next port. Although I had no money. How would, you know, I'd have to contact the port agent. The ship was going to sail away. But anyways, they let him back on. He ran back. I saw him running back down the gangway and he came and say, me or whatever and paid the cab driver and gave him a nice tip but yeah that's the time that we almost would have but yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that was crazy it was crazy just on that with the military men and the machine guns and different countries different things right
1: (laughs) yeah no cartagena the hottest place on earth at least for me it was one of the hottest places i've been to oh
3: yeah yeah it is super hot there venezuela and yeah I mean, there's some cool oh,
0: steamy, steamy. Yeah. steamy. What <laughs> about, uh, what about Disney? Like, I think everybody thinks Disney is like, oh, family and Disney and Mickey Mouse and what? Well, any wild, crazy crew stories, drunken nights, cabin crawls.
3: Oh yeah. You know, um, there is always, they always had, I remember, right. Um, they had a lot more kind of, um, planned parties planned crew parties they were always having like the toga parties and you know the beach parties and all these different things and all the planned parties so yeah it would get pretty wild on there as well uh so the
0: so the, the the staff planned the parties for you you didn't like you know the dancers didn't have the toga party and the casinos didn't have yeah,
3: no no oh. it was everybody yeah and uh, I can't remember who all would plan it, but it was yeah. And we would have just one big, huge party. So it was all the staff from all over. You would be mingling in with the in the officers' mess and the in the bar, officers' bar, and then in the crew bar and out in the back area. And you know, they would they would get wild. They would.
0: <laughs> hmm.
3: Everybody just lets loose. But yeah, everybody mingled pretty well on Disney. But yeah, so like you say, it's behind the scenes it's not as family orientated you know people like to let loose right but I think on any cruise ship it's the same
0: so you so you never saw like Tinkerbell passed out in the in the main hall the, <laughs> that, well, that would be the funniest thing ever somebody in a character costume plastered oh my god no
3: no not dressed up in the costume but probably not in the costume yeah yeah <laughs> My roommate once, her dream almost was she loved uh, the chipmunks, like the Chip and Dale. And um, she dressed up as Dale once. So it was pretty funny, too. (laughs) I never did. I was never a character. But, I mean, it's pretty cool. It was cool. Disney was cool for that experience that it was like, who gets to have um, Mickey and Minnie Mouse as your friends. You know, that's what I tell my kids. I have two kids and I tell them they were my best <laughs> friends.
2: <laughs> Do you have another story in their pocket that you want to tell? Because I have a question if you don't.
3: Okay, go ahead. You go ahead. There's always stories.
2: Yeah. So let's hear another story before I ask any questions.
3: When we worked on Disney, um, we went into dry dock. We were in Norfolk, Virginia, and we had about. Um, they gave every crew member Two nights and three days off. And so most crew members went to Washington, D.C. because it's closer. Me and my two girlfriends, they tried to plan where you could get time off with your friend. Me and my two girlfriends wanted to go to the Big Apple. We were going to go to New York, you know. And so this is back before GPS. So we rent a car and we've got a map and we're on our way. We're going to New York City. Like, this is it. And uh, so we're driving there, kind of have, you know, winging it a little bit with the map. And we're driving kind of in the dark. And my girlfriend, she's from Italy. She's driving and speeding. So we get pulled over. The cops come to the car. They've got guns pulled on us. And it's night. We're just like, oh, my God. It was terrifying. My girlfriend pretends, of course, she doesn't speak English, right? So, (laughs) So they let us off, as you do, right? So they let us off the hook. And then we get into New York and you name it, we did it. It was, um, it was amazing. We stayed in a hostel and who, like, how, I don't even know how we found a hostel in New York that was decent, but we did. Although my girlfriend did, um, her wallet was stolen, but you know, that's okay. We survived, <laughs> but, you know, when you name it, we did it. We had a blast. It was the first snowfall in, um, it was the beginning of December. So it was magical, right? We went to Rockefeller and everything and the snow was falling and all this. So anyway, so when we go back to the ship, we're on our curfew again, as you always are. And we're like, oh, my gosh, we've got to speed. Like, we've got to get there because we are going to be late. We're going to be like not an hour late now. We're going to be a couple hours late. Ooh. So I'm, yeah, yeah. So I'm speeding and I'm now, I get pulled over and I'm going to try to get out of this ticket. Anyways, I don't. I get a ticket. And so I've got it. To- <laughs> Huffle flew $300 ticket, whatever, we're speeding, we got to get back to the ship, we get back to the ship, we had to drop off the rent car. By the time we get back to the ship, we were like two, maybe three hours late, they were just sending out the search parties to look for us because they had no idea where they were so worried about us no cell phones you can't call it's before social media you know it's just yeah and anyway so we got in a little bit of hot water and we got a stern talking to and we were put on nights for the rest of the time while we were in dry dock <laughs>
1: <laughs> man that's a cool trip to do I mean it's not that close but I guess you're close enough that you could you could drive up there but, yeah. but a little side note I lost my wallet in Norfolk when on oh. a dry dock <laughs> Did
3: <laughs> was it stolen or you were out partying and forgot it?
1: No, well, I think it was I laid down on a park bench oh. after I had been drinking for a while. And I had the wallet in my pocket, my front pocket, and it just kind of fell out while I was laying down on the bench and I didn't notice. How many wallets have you lost, Eric? Yeah, that's because two this is so two far. so far. Yeah. No, I think got that one that's, in Miami on the beach. Yeah, yeah, I got one in Miami, but that wasn't the whole wallet. They just took my credit cards and stuff. Oh. <laughs> oh no. So and then I lost one, I think, in LA once, but I think it's three. I think that's it. I've never You've covered
0: the whole country, Miami, <laughs> yeah. and Virginia, and
1: LA. <laughs> I have to
3: ask you guys, did you you guys talk a
1: couple of trips, though Yeah, Scott did. I didn't. I never did. No, not me. No, no, no. That's one rule I didn't. Wasn't, I did I wasn't going to break. What's wrong with you yeah. guys? Yeah. Oh,
2: You're I much- wanted. I wanted to break it, but I just couldn't. I couldn't find any volunteers. Let's get into the book. So, what what made you write the book?
3: You know, um I never really. Thought I was going to write a book. I didn't really intentionally set out to write a book. What happened was, I was watching Ellen DeGeneres one day, and I saw she had some inspiring people on there. And I was like, Oh, you know, this inspires me and my husband at the time inspired me. And so I ended up um, writing a letter to Ellen DeGeneres, and I never sent it. And I just kept writing and it morphed into my book. And then so now since I've just recently released my book um, before Christmas, and I've since um, sent Ellen the Letter. This was ten years ago. It took me ten years to write my book. And it, oh, anyway, Ellen, the letter, the letter that I never sent her in an updated version and um, and a copy of my book. So we'll see if Ellen. Oh,
2: oh man, that's cool. Yeah, let us know if you're on an episode so that we can we can check it out.
3: I will. I will for sure. I mean, that would be amazing, right?
2: So, what is your what's your book about?
3: It's all over the map kind of goes right with the cruise ships and it's um two lovers six continents and a date with destiny so it's about working on the cruise ships and it's just about my tumultuous journey and my uh love affair that I was having two continents apart and how all that unraveled and all the roller coaster of emotions of the ups and downs of life is it on
0: digital as well hardback and digital or
3: it's actually well yes it's ebook paperback and you can buy it on amazon through indigo in canada but yeah yeah it's so, pretty
0: good response so far
3: yeah it's actually been really good i'm happy to be on here with you guys it's actually my first cruise ship like podcast to talk just all you know from other with other people that have worked on cruise cruise ships and such because most times i'm talking to people and they are What's it like? You know what I mean? Like it's nice, nice to talk to them too. But it's nice to talk to people that, you know, have been there and know what it's like and know the ins and outs if you want to say too. So but no, I've had some really great response and different radio stations and things and interviews and magazines. And so it's good.
2: That's one of the great things about doing this podcast is exactly what you mentioned, is talking with ship people. And you know, you have that instant connection, you know what. Each other's talking about. Whereas you talk to people that have never worked on a ships, and they they just kind of woof everything yeah. kind of just goes right by them. So yeah,
3: and like just wondering, like how much do you work, and how you know, and what yeah, like just all those sort.
0: Apparently, of the first two weeks on yeah, <laughs> you don't have to work the first two weeks; you just take yeah. off. And you said you'd never been on a cruise ship as a passenger.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah right. No kidding. I didn't know.
2: Are you considering doing another, like a sequel, or anything like that?
3: Well, I actually have a prequel already um, oh. before I started working on the cruise ships I traveled I backpacked around Australia and Malaysia I that was actually in this book as well and it was so much information we you know had to just you know short form it I put it put a little bit in here and then pulled all of it out and that's in a whole nother book it's pretty much almost written I just have to go back in and fill some out yeah because that was a an experience in itself as well, right? With many wild things. <laughs>
0: awesome, awesome. That's Great. a whole different
2: podcast. Great. Yeah, and um, you'll have to do this one. You have to change this up a little bit. How about um, six lovers, two continents? <laughs> And several dates <laughs> with destiny.
3: You got it. <laughs> Change it up and then move on into this.
2: Thank you so much for coming on. It was good to see you again. Good to visit. Uh, congratulations on the book. It, tell us again the name of it and where you can find it.
3: My book is called All Over the Map, Two Lovers, Six Continents, and a Date with Destiny by Tanya Zofi, Z-A-U-F-I. And you can buy it on Amazon or Indigo
2: all right great all right thanks oh to- thank
1: you so much for, nope. for coming thank on you. It, was, it, was it was really great. nice to meet you great meeting you ciao thanks. ciao bye nice. now bye. bye
2: I completely remember her now and yeah. she started talking to, uh, about Lorena and I'm like who's Lorena and then by the you know by the time we finish, I'm like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know who I know who she's talking
1: yeah. about. It's it funny up. she only did one contract on three different lines. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny.
2: That's kind of nice yeah.
0: though. Do a contract on Royal, do a contract on Princess and Disney and like kind of spread it out. Hey everyone, the ship is about to set sail, which brings us to an end for today. We hope you enjoy the podcast. For bonus audio and if you would like to see this podcast and video, please visit our YouTube channel, My Ship Story. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram as My Ship Story. Don't forget to let us know if you're a past or present crew member and if you have a story that you would like to tell. Or if you like, you can email us your story for us to read on the air. Email us at myshipstorypodcast at yahoo.com. That's my ship story podcast at yahoo.com. Goodbye for now, and be sure to tune in next week, same time, as we'll have a new podcast every Monday. Bon voyage!